Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. And, of course, you know it's all about how we start our day. Let me tell you, I got a 40% battery. It's myself and the dog, and the leaf blower is going. The AC just came on, which means we got a good five minutes to have a good conversation. We're going to try to get in a good maybe 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, guys, this is Yolanda at Dryer Buzz and... This is a journaling moment where we stop to get some clarity in our day because pretty much the day started without us. Can we all say that? Last night I was sitting here and I had content on the brain, which means I was trying to get to a a point where I could call it a day. And next thing I know, it was 3 a.m. Honey, I grabbed my Oprah book and put that uh, sleeper on and I was out in 15 minutes. I had to shut it down, and I don't know that I got everything done, but you know, I like to start each and every day with a blank page, and I was thinking about that yesterday, and I said, well, it's not really a total blank page because there are some things that we carry forward, especially if you write, if you press down really hard, (laughs) like me, like I can see the imprint from yesterday. Well, let's talk about, oh, I like that, the imprint from yesterday. Wanting to bring some things into the day that are, you know, all good, and in Checking myself that checks and balances. I was standing at the kitchen sink and I said that it's all good. And I'm like, well, Yolanda, you know, it's not always all good. It's just not. And that's why some of us, you know, the day starts without us. Let's use that word. I like that. I said a lot of profound stuff in a few minutes, okay? Sometimes the day starts without us and we have to play catch up. Ooh, should we write that down? And, and I mean, I in my meditating moment, so many things came through. I also thought about how overnight success there's a lot of things that happen in overnight success and i found myself telling myself thinking about others when people believe you're overnight success let them believe it because that means that they have probably ignored or or didn't know or weren't aware of all of your hard work and i was talking with somebody either yesterday or the day before and something about awareness bringing aware aware just being aware awareness um, should come out of so we, I, I'm trying to think what was the conversation I literally was talking to somebody but let me make you aware of the fact that the reason I can come to you each day daily podcast about living daily is the supporter so you're going to see in my timeline some really wonderful links that's going to take you to natural soap by Zakia social media um using social media for business clinics, as well as AIB Nation. And toward the end of this, or probably in the middle, or even as I'm having this conversation and I allude to support, I'll bring you back to that. But if you go to Natural Soap by Zakia at any time during this podcast, be sure to use your discount code, DRYERBUS. If you decide to jump over, open another window, and check out AIB Nation and find that nation of authors and writers that's out there doing great things as a group and an association, make sure you tell them Dryer Buzz sent you. And if you're like, man, I love this stream. How is she streaming in all these different places using one device and then all these effects and just all this stuff, how is she doing that? You can go and check out using social media as a business for business. The social media clinics, uh, they're absolutely awesome. We had a soft opening last weekend. This weekend, we're observing Juneteenth and Father's Day, so I'll be out at events. But uh, we have a group clinic on, that happens on Sundays. We've got special appointments or by appointment only on Mondays. And then we've got these great calls that you can do with me if you want to pick my brain. You know how you come in the inbox and go, can I ask you a question? And I send you a link. Somebody asked me, it's like, can I, can, you, can I ask you something? Can we do a quick consult? And I sent them a link and they were like, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's just how this thing works. Do not undermine the business model. People, people, people. Let me tell you, I know everybody loves to think that social media is free and people out here doing all this stuff are free. But I, in 17 years, have been self-sustained thanks to great supporters. So let me get that off the screen. Uh, definitely check over on the timeline. That's the information. When you're looking for social media clinics, there is an Instagram at SM Clinics that will give you some information. In the meantime, while we have this conversation, I'm going to also check and make sure we land it because I did say we were live in a number of places. I'm going to bring up a couple of places because I want this to be a two-way conversation. And usually it's a two-way conversation. Um, let me turn that down. As you can hear, that two-way conversation as we get started. But then the day, sometimes the day will start without us, like when I need to sleep late. And usually it's on a Thursday, 
I'm waking up like Wednesday just whip my behind because it usually does because I have to um I have an episode that I have to get out called In the Kitchen with Dryer Buzz on Wednesdays. And yesterday we went live at five and you can already tell that was several hours uh prior to my start time. But there's uh something we're trying to do for the summer season season two episode two was yesterday which means i have seven more episodes because before i can call the season a uh uh done and so there's nine episodes per season and i'm already thinking about the holiday dishes because i can't wait till we get back into the holiday kitchen but the summer kitchen is hot we're trying to move fast I'm learning so much uh, about what I want to do and how to broadcast it. Let me tell you, we're moving into this whole broadcast phase, meaning that you can drop your phones and pick up your remotes, lean back and watch it on television. You can binge on the episodes and so forth. I am still looking at a blank page. I Even after all everything I said, I have not started writing. And by writing, I mean if you subscribe to a journal, meaning that you start with a blank page and just start journaling. I like to, at the end of each podcast, to end up with an infographic kind of situation, meaning I've written down some things and, and jotted down some things. And I want to, I, I almost want to write overnight. In fact, let's do that. Let's just use the word overnight. And throughout the history of being Dryer Buzz, uh, a brand, a set of habits, hindsight uh, there's a lot that that i've witnessed happen oh write that down witness because that's what we're talking about witness and then i think i said awareness let's do that because um like right now before i came on i was checking out a uh some some a clip from dl hughley and he was talking about this show uh i don't know what it is y'all this thing with this black godfather that we all watched after when they see us and uh I just that just left me with a whole lot of questions one using the word godfather whenever I hear the word godfather I just I, I can't help but to ask okay so where the bodies buried right and they keep trying to describe the manner in which this man uh procured things uh his relationships and the relationships uh, weird and odd as, as they may seem and I don't want to ask those questions because I know that gangster lifestyle and uh I have I have a uh, a very notorious blogging interview <laughs> out there that, that that immersed me into and are all up and through and around the gangster lifestyle so I'm like is was the man a gang are you trying to say the man was a gangster I wish they just clarified that with me because everybody that he kind of sat with and and, and, you know, I'm like, this just sounds like a gangster to me. So I don't know. But, yeah, it seems like they're trying to get us to celebrate and honor the, the fact that, okay, so he survived. He, he's, is he the lonely living gangster? Because, I mean, did we, like, just have this thing that went around? Did we just become aware of this stuff? Uh, like, one day they said something about um, Quincy Jones going on a rant and telling everybody stuff. Was that like a book or a memoir? i got to find that out, right? And it's like just overnight. But let me, can we go back to something? When I talk about how the day starts without you, I want to talk again about the young men that many days started without them. And one particular day, overnight, their lives change. And that is, again, when they see us. Uh, Oprah and Ava, and I, I'm going to say Ava by way of Oprah, um, is saying that we need to stop calling them the Central Park Five unless you really specifically say exonerate. They want to call them the exonerated five, but there's so many y'all that have been exonerated. I really want us to understand the, 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 the scope of and the, the wealth and the girth of what it, how many people are having to become exonerated in this country. We live in a land where the country really has, America in all of its history, only had one dream, and that was the enslavement of people. And that's still going on to this day. Please do not get in my face talking about the American dream. It's anything but enslavement, because that's just what America is founded for. Uh, I mean, it's when it became America. That's, this should be, when you look in a dictionary, of America, it should 
this just be enslavement. If you if we're still on this land, you enslaved to something, and you're always fighting and overcome. Just yesterday, and, I, and talking about waking up and becoming aware overnight, I posted yesterday. Bury me in the land. Of, uh, let me go and read this because overnight, uh, apparently the hashtags jumped off as people are starting to look for and search and post things for Juneteenth. So overnight, I woke up and, and like, lo and behold, okay, everybody's liked this post. But I said, bury me in the land of Americas where my ancestors survived, overcame enslavement, fought against oppression, passed on levels of excellence and humanity, now appropriated the world over. We honor them Juneteenth, 2019. And I put the Juneteenth 2019 on there because one, this is about to be the first year in the celebration and the culmination of us recognizing and becoming fully aware of our survival. This is going, 2019 is really a pivotal year because more people are going to recognize Juneteenth this year or become aware of Juneteenth this year uh, than any other time. And what, what I'm going to witness, what I have a chance to witness this year is going to be a stark contrast to what I witnessed last year and the year before and the year before and going out and trying to cover the Juneteenth events in Atlanta. This year is probably the first year that's going to be a true gaze, uh, a true lens, as well as an awareness gaze and an awareness lens because there's a, a different cult, different commercial aspect to this year's celebration. It has reached a level of support and they take a little bit more risk and financial obligation to really let people know, Hey, listen, this is a day. And they want, and frankly, they want everybody to celebrate it as much as you celebrate other cultures and their uh, declarations of independence and so forth. And, and it's happening a month before. See, that's the thing. There's so much about our history. Like people, and, and let me tell y'all this and, Black people give a whole lot of pushback on stuff that just get on your last ever-loving nerve, okay? Push back on Kwanzaa, push back on Juneteenth, all this kind of stuff, right? And then yet they want to go have a margarita, they want to wear green, they want to wear red and white and all this kind of stuff. And, and, you know, it's just, it's like insane. But trying to get them to acknowledge and, and, and I try to do it from a perspective of you got to acknowledge the survival. I'm not telling you to go and put on overalls and head into the cotton fields and pick some cotton for good old time sakes. And I still don't know why we don't own those damn fields. But anyway, most of us, some people do. Some people do. It's the awareness level. Stop. Some people do. Okay. There's, there's a strip in Jackson, Mississippi, where folks have gotten together like, look, we're going to revive this strip. Honey, they revived that strip. Put that joker on Airbnb. And people are coming from all over the world to, uh, uh, it's vacation, but it's a historic tribute that they're doing. And this tri- and it's owned by black people who have found an, a liberation through this Airbnb. I'm telling y'all, lease your spaces, get those spaces listed. And, and then I saw this thing the other day where the NAACP has partnered with Airbnb to bring about more African-American hosts. Because see, the black folks, when they get ready to do stuff that the mainstream is doing, they like... Was, shit they put a picture on you better put your picture on it you better put your picture on your product because if you don't let me tell you these folks these folks can get downright nasty and dirty anyway awareness witness overnight okay so we've got three things overnight witness and awareness so um and then and then on this post people are saying where is this at because they weren't aware two people specifically instantly said where is this because they weren't aware and I could be like shady and shots fired, which I probably am. But I went and I was like, let me, even though I tagged, tagged the organization, even though I tagged, put the hashtags and all that kind of stuff, I went back and I put the specific address and let them know where exactly it is. Because let me tell y'all something. When you drive through Montgomery, Alabama, and you make that last turn uh, at four, to, to head towards four, 417 Caroline Street, and in the way you have to get to this, because it was a warehouse where black people were enslaved, not worked at. They didn't work there and get a great retirement and pension and all that. They were enslaved at this warehouse. And right across the street from it is two big old houses you don't ever want to see. But when we, my daughter and I made the trip, we just had a day like, let's do this road trip. Let's go and get this done. Um, 
and I think we went, we went, I guess in June because I, I don't know. No, we, I don't know. I'm trying to think. We went last year when it, right after the opening, we didn't make the opening, but we went because something was coming up, uh, a dedication or something. And so I said, well, let's go because people are going to be, um, looking for this and I want to have it on the blog. And so we drove down and of course, you know, as soon as you hit, uh, Montgomery, Alabama, you know, it's, it, there's all kinds of, um, mar- markers and historic places you pass by and so forth. It's all within kind of a corridor with the Dexter Avenue church and, you know, and so forth and, and so on. And, uh, Rosa Parks home. And then you take the other road going down, there's the road going to Selma and all that kind of stuff. Right. And so, but when you turn and it's, it, and start going down Caroline street, and all of a sudden this thing, this, this thing just hits you and you look and it sits, it's inclined, it's, it's on a, it's on an incline. And, uh, and I, I, I probably need to go back because they built it out of this, uh, material that is probably over time is going to morph and it's going to change. And this was new and raw. Um, these basically, I mean, they look like, I don't want, they, they're metal boxes. Okay. I don't want to say what they, they look like in the way they have them lined up in rows and don't get it twisted. Um, one thing that is kind of not as identifiable as it should be is that the same ones that are hanging in the, uh, memorial, and this is a memorial, there is a museum, but this is a memorial. Um, the same, um, what do I want to call them? What do they call? Um, oh my God. I can't remember what they're called, but they're hanging. They're not like, it's, it's a memorial to lynching. So the boxes, they are, they're made out of steel. I think it is. And it's like rusted, rusted steel. And then the county there, remember I see, I keep telling y'all, Y'all are out here relocating all over the world. You need to learn about these counties because people don't like to talk about the counties anymore, right? They always want to say a city like everybody come to Georgia and think they're in Atlanta. Uh, no. Okay. You need to learn that Atlanta is inside the perimeter. Step outside the perimeter. You better know what county you're in. There's a reason it goes all the way around to help you escape a particular county, right? Uh, driving home, I can't tell you, driving into the city and driving home, I can't tell you how many counties I go through. And I am mindful, being a native of Georgia, Atlanta, I am mindful of those green signs on the side of the road because there's particular counties, they only have a tiny strip, okay? An exit or two. And in just in those exits or two, your life could change overnight. And I'm not trying to give y'all the sundown talk. I'm not trying to give y'all to be weird and careful because you're black talk, uh, be weird and careful because you're a woman talk. But I'm just saying, you need to know the history of counties. You need to know the present day counties. You need to know the future of counties. You need to know who's running for election over here and why everybody running for election look like that over there and what's going on over here. Because on my way home, especially crossing the Chattahoochee River, you need to know that the history of the Chattahoochee, that on one side of it is one county and on the other side of it is another county. And every time you pass, there's a reason there's a green sign there telling you the county you're leaving and the t- county you're getting to because you want to get on the other side of that river. Ask Wayne Williams. I'm just saying, okay, this thing is real. All right, I'm just saying, okay. Awareness, we're talking about awareness, we're talking about witnessing, because let me tell you, even in with the with the exonerated Central Park Five, what were the witnesses? I mean, even the the jogger in her own recall, which had totally nothing to do with these young men, still their lives were taken away. And if you watch Oprah's uh interview last night very much aided by Ava um I mean I love Ava Ava DuVernay let me tell y'all and again let's talk talk about overnight success so many people think that Ava DuVernay's work is overnight success if y'all 
did not follow the work of this sister in when she was out there grinding before she got on the Oprah's radar or whoever took her to Oprah, whoever told Oprah, you better get with this sister before Oprah adopted her and wrote those checks and financed her stuff. She was out here like all the rest of the creatives doing her GoFundMe, doing her crowdfundMe, trying to, uh, she had a, she had a group of interns and they were trying to knock this stuff out. All this great content that's happening right now. Um, they were doing this. She was out there trying to get women to work together on this thing. So if y'all in your feelings, cause you feel like, oh, you feel like Ava's got uh, getting some kind of pat. Let me tell y'all try to learn, at least try to learn the work that people do. Let me get back to a couple of these platforms because we need the more so than anything, awareness of awareness is needed. And then on top of that support, uh, I was in a conversation yesterday. Um, people were asking about the gig economy, the scooter economy, and uh, all these different products. And people, somebody asked me, well, where, where's the black on? What if I want to participate in that? Where would I find the black on? I'm like, you're not. Because uh, black innovators oftentimes have to abandon uh, their creative work. And then, and then here come people who pick up what they abandon and take it on the mainstream. I mean, it is what it is. And that's the reality. And until we're ready to change that reality overnight, um, it's just going to be, you're going to be hard-pressed. You know, people say, well, I want to, I don't even want to talk about that. Let's get back. Overnight, witness and awareness. Overnight, witness and awareness. I'm, I'm trying to think, I don't even think I should write anything else. Overnight, witness. If you believe something happened overnight, take a moment and go back and try to get a little bit more um, the interview with the exonerated five or the exonerated central park five. I, I, y'all, let me tell you, I love Corey wise and I have followed, um, cause the other four, they kind of, I didn't know where they went. I didn't, I, I didn't know they came to Atlanta and maybe that was, they didn't want that kind of awareness. It was a new start for them, but I have followed Corey wise's, um, work in New York and staying in New York and working with the Innocent Project through other documentaries that had come out over time. And so very familiar, very familiar with what, uh, how his associations, I'll put it that way, and, and speaking out about this thing over time. Um, and so he's a man of very few words, but the little that he did speak and what he did say last night when he did get his thought out, it was profound because there are so many who um, want to hear, want to hear what he has to say, you know, and one, too, because and, and he still has that New York-ness, that New York-s to him, right? He's still that guy. And um, I love that Oprah asked him if he had any regrets going down with his friend and he as honest as he could, he says, um, yes and no. And yes, he says, I'm back and forth because as you remember, as you will now know, he went with his friend because they were, the detectives were picking his friend up, um, as they were just pulling young men off the street to blame for this incident. Um, he went to go with his friend, didn't want his friend to go. So therefore, you know, he wasn't even, it was like, this is the stroke. This is the pen, the stroke of your life that's changing here. And, and the guys said, and one thing Ava said that they said to her is, you've got to understand that this is, even though it's five, it's really a four plus one because it was the four. And then the plus one just came, he just came down to make sure that his friend was okay. And on top of that, his age, he went right into adult prison. They went into ju juvenile and then aged into prison. So they're not, it's like you can't help but to see the divide in how this thing played out. Um, even as they sat on the stage, even as, as they have over the years done different things and, you know, and throughout the lawsuits and all that. I mean, even as they were tried, they were divided up. So it's hard to kind of sit from the outside looking in and not say that one had it, you know, you want to, I guess human nature, 
makes us for, for trying to understand and trying to build an awareness around this. And I think, and we do this as human natures anyway, we, we just need to know somebody had it not worse, but somebody, at least somebody had it better. Somebody did. I don't know. Is that, and I want to find a word because we do it. We do it in everything. We do it in everything. Even when, uh, like right now, if you were to ask people, a leading female director, uh, producer and all that, they'd say Ava as if there isn't hundreds out there. You know, we always put to the task of having just one or one having an opportunity. We as a culture, just not used to everybody benefiting from something or, or all of us in this, we, we are not used to saying we're all in the same boat. We, I guess because we live in a place in a society that has to set some type of hierarchy that we put a hierarchy on everything. We, your pain ain't like my pain. I had it worse. I, somebody had it better. Somebody's not, this thing ain't evenly distributed. And so as I was watching, I kept wanting to say five. It's all of them. Even though I literally am pulled toward Corey because that's the story that I knew. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like Yusuf, like in the Yusuf, he got bailed out. His family got him bailed out. His, his, their community, association, donations, and all that stuff. And, and they all had to fight this thing separately, even though, and it's just like our military. It's like, you know, everybody thinks that this branch is better than that branch or this people who were in this war, it's different from this war. It's like everything that we do, we continue to try to find the division. That's, I don't want to write that down. I don't want to write that down because I don't want to hold on to that because I want to get beyond that is why is it, how is it, what makes us continue to want to have some division? We keep saying five, but you know, you probably have picked one out of the group that something about them resonates with you, or you feel the pain a little bit more of this one, or you need to pick this one because it looked like he came through it unscathed or, you know, still in their right mind and, and, and so forth. The brother that was sitting there that just was, um, in so much pain, just having recently lost his mother, you got to think about what they all went through with their parents. The one guy talking about his father, you know, and knowing their stories. And it's just, oh my God, it's just hard. But we talk about overnight witness and awareness. And we need to, and I, 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 I love awareness because that's what I do each and every day, try to bring about awareness to things. Um, even when I went to cover the red carpet the other night, I'm like, yeah, I see all these celebrities on this red carpet, and all these stars, you know, people whose lives have changed overnight. But yet still, I was looking for something different, something else, you know. And I'm that person, like, if I like if I like an actor on screen or on stage, I, I don't want to meet them in person because that's usually like a letdown or something because, like, I was trying to interview the, the woman who plays who's playing the mother in this. And it's like, that was like a bad one. I, because one, I hadn't seen the full thing. I didn't have the full synopsis of it. And I didn't know she was playing the mom. Like I saw the character that was playing the dad. And I have always wanted to ask a white dude, like how do y'all, this casting, when you see that kind of casting, I'm like, how? And I mean, like, I'm, I really want to know. I really wanted to have that conversation. I saw the two guys, the two white guys said they was in the cast, but I didn't know because I think one played a manager and the other played the dad. But then I look, kind of looked like the same guy, like just different makeup or something, right? And I really wanted to ask, and I think I have asked this question on the, from the stage level, um, like what is it to, like you get up in the morning and you, all these casting calls are out there and you see that and you just like, or your manager calls and say, hey, listen, go for this. And you got to go in there. You got to say all these things and do all these bad things. I'm like, how is that possible? And I have uh, back in the day when 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 um, um, press used to do this thing very differently and on another level where you really, instead of having to go and squeeze in sound bites on the red carpets, you used to really get time when there's a production or something coming out. And you used to get time to really sit down with them in a nice round table and, and so forth. And I have asked, like, how do you do these roles? You know, nobody's going to, to like you. And they're like, look, it's for the most part, it's just a job, you know. And, and that's my pet peeve, please. I hate people who want just a job. I hate that. 
I, I, I don't like it because there's a there's a there's an utter sacrifice to go with that, and especially when it comes to media and entertainment, it's like you know people who are out there that just want jobs, just want to hold on to the job. It's like they are there's a there's a downfall. There is a residual. Uh, a very costly residual to that to that job that they want. They just want to like you. Just want to. You just want to pay your bills. I understand that. I wholeheartedly understand that. But I know that in that in that career that you got, uh, some of us suffer from that, your job. You know, some of us. And I have had so many say, "Well, you know, look, it's my job. I got to do this now." You know, hey, well, let me just make sure that I maintain a certain level away from you and your job because you know. I can't with that. That's just, I'm sorry. I, I have to draw the line uh, somewhere. And that's the thing. Oh, let me write that down. Draw the line. We yesterday. What was the one? I Break the mold. Oh, now today we're going to be drawing the line. You have to draw the line somewhere. And uh, and that's just where I draw the line. You know, everybody wants a job. We all want to pay bills. We all want to, you know, hit thresholds and have nice things and all this kind of stuff. But it's like when that becomes the lead of things you know black folk trying to survive is why we is why we here is why we is why we here just getting that little bit to stay afloat not to drown to get over um and even even whatever you call comfortable you know some people being comfortable other it means somebody else has to be uncomfortable and that's usually it y'all this is a yin yang thing we live in it's a yin yang world so um and God, overnight witness and so forth. Um, just trying to catch up with today. I would say how to get out of bed, but I can't get out of bed today. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired, and I got a lot to do. So I'm gonna jump off of here. What? Where are we in this? We're at 31 in this, and uh, I've got to go make phone calls. I've got to go revise um, the clinics because we had the soft opening. So now we gotta finalize some things on what truly is going to be offered uh, with the clinic, and there's some things. There's a lot of echoing going on, but great job on that. I was so leery of um, this stuff. I, I'm 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 not all that comfortable. I'll just put it that way. Find, I don't know how to say it because I I have to be careful how I say stuff because of the influence. And I'm just not all that comfortable uh, with a lot of the material that's now on own. So I I was uh, oh my god, cause see. I need people to respond to shit when shit happens. Like last night when the guy was talking, which one? Oh my God. Like I'm trying to think of their names. The one in the middle, the one who was just paying so painful, the black shirt and, and talking about his mom passed. The front row was just in absolute tears. The, the, the guy who played Corey Jer- Jarrell, um, And I mean, the guys, the actors who played them, when dude was talking about, I'm just, I'm broken. Let me tell you, because I just said that the other day, you know, I've been, I'm, somebody asked me how I was doing. I was like, uh, she said, I'm getting a different vibe from you. And I was like, I'm broken. You know, it's like, and this side of life, you get to this side of life, you, you get to this side of life and you, shit breaks, y'all. It breaks, you know. And, and from this moment on, putting one foot in front of the other is, it, it is, it is a force thing that you have to do and luckily there are those steps ahead of us and you can step in their footprints there are those there are those who are sweeping away their footprints like don't follow me <laughs> there are the, those saying listen don't go this route there are those that come on this way I'm gonna leave these footprints for you and uh, when he was talking about being broken and then the camera was on the front row and they were just in utter tears. And I'm like, there's so much. in." Uh, I love when Jarrell was talking about um, having to play that episode. One of the reasons there was, uh, what was it, part four, uh, part three or part four, I think it was part four that was all that gave us so much of Corey is went. Ava said when she when they started working on this that the guy said with the four plus one, you gotta tell his side. People have to understand what he went through because he wasn't even with see, they got caught up because they were together. He wasn't even with them and he just went with Yusuf because he and Yusuf was friends. And as you saw in the documentary, you know, the whole thing that went on between Yusuf's mom and uh Corey's mom and 
And uh, it's just, oh my God, just, just, you know, it's hard. And, uh, but I was like, I, I'm, I'm like, I, I wanted them to like, can we stop and figure out what's going on there? We have to, in, in, in overnight, in overnight, and things changing overnight, I won't say overnight success, in things changing overnight, us becoming aware of stuff, that we're not acting, uh-oh, acting enough, let me write that down, act, acting, action. We're not acting enough on what we are witnessing. Yesterday I was sitting and watching the news and there were t- <laughs> there was a story of the young lady pumping gas and the sliders try to roll through and steal her car and she dives through the window uh, to lock her vehicle and the guy jumps back in the car and rides off. So the news, uh, somebody contacted the news and said, hey, yeah, here's another lady because, uh, you know, that's the thing in Atlanta now, this gas station, they are trolling uh, women at these gas stations, right? And so that's why you better find one and go there that once they stop going and getting gas any everywhere, stop leaving your car on, stop, you know. And I don't want to say, look, stop sliding. Stop trying to give up your freedom stealing somebody's purse. Stop trying to give up your freedom snatching somebody's car, things that people work for that you ain't getting but a bit of penny from from anyway that you are offering up your freedom why are you starting your day letting these days start with i'm gonna offer up my freedom today uh, ladies um listen just be safe i'm just gonna tell you like that just be safe right so they were the news after showing this is the thing that gets on my nerve we're in such a point we're in such a place where the react our reaction action and reaction i always gotta write down reaction damn it because that's what we end up doing, having to react to this stuff. So after they had the one lady having to dive and save her car, the they went and found, oh, well, this other lady, I was there, and uh, I had a situation where, you know, I had, what did she say? She chased down. They, they slide in her car, grab her purse. She chased the guy down. Her and the guy is in the parking lot. This is all, all footage. There's film. There's, there's, and, but I'm like, I'm like, hold up. Okay, now that we've been made aware of this, what else, what other footage is on these daggone cameras? You, call up, you had, like, who's checking the security camera? I mean, dude, y'all in the store, y'all just gonna watch the lady chase, like, like y'all gonna just watch the lady. Her and the dude, dude got her purse. She and the dude, she chasing the dude down in the gas station parking lot. Just so happens, while he running with the purse, her wallet falls out. So he didn't even get in that butt the purse. But you uh, sacrifice your freedom over a purse because y'all so into this fraud life. They want to get your get your uh, bank numbers and all this kind of stuff. These banks are out here every day, all day, having to give money back. Like how much? Like how much money is being? I mean, y'all. I'm talking like people are waking up overnight in thousands of dollars or out of their accounts and they got to call the bank and get their money back. And then they, the bank's got to go chase this money down and they can't chase that money down. So now they got to charge you all these other fees and all this other insurance stuff. And then you trying to get simple ass insurance and it's costing out the wazoo because there are people out here who waking up each and every day wanting to sacrifice their freedom over craziness. Absolute crazy, crazy, crazy. You, the fraud life, that's going on today. People who just don't, they ain't trying to go work. They ain't trying to go get one of those jobs that y'all so beloved that you are out here sacrificing other freedoms for. It's like, come on. It's unbelievable what people are willing. I ain't trying to, I just ain't trying to sacrifice my freedom. Everything, write that down. Cause man, we went, I think, um, as I work on this book, and that's what this is. This is these infographics. These are part of the book. It's so funny that at the um, first part, is at a, at a portion of this, the N word was always opportunity. And now these last couple of days, it's been all about freedom. Every one of these things has ended about freedom. Overnight, we know now that it's from the top to the bottom. Overnight, your freedom can change. Overnight, freedom could change based on a witness, based on awareness, based on draw, how, where you draw the line, based on your actions and your reactions. See, that's what this is. We come in here and we talk through this thing and try to make a day make sense. We try to make the day make sense. I can get out of bed now because I know where I draw the line. I know what, what I'm aware of and what I have with, because of what I have witnessed 
and how lives have changed overnight. I know more than others. I'm telling you, I've seen this thing. Um, I've blogged about it. I've lived it. Life can change freaking overnight. And I, I and, and all of this is based on that day one that where I am now and where I will forever be is that one day I had to get out of bed and go and experience the, one of the worst days of my life. And that you better believe the next day it was a little difficult to get out of bed. The day after that, it was a little difficult to get out of bed. It's still very difficult to get out of bed. And if I weren't talking to you guys, I'd be having this conversation with myself because I have to now on this side of life, make each day make sense. And I, I, I relish the time of life when, oh my God, the days were so, so enjoyable. Oh my God, there was so much hope, life and promise ahead. And, and you just get to that point where it's like, okay, um, I got to make this make sense so I could do it again. And that's what I'm trying to do here. And I know the one thing beyond wanting the freedom, the only way I'm going to get to through this one is by faith, y'all. Because the one thing sometime, long time ago, I told myself, faith is waiting one more day. I do not make permanent decisions knowing that I could pause. I know people love to say tomorrow is not promised. Honey, but when you can hope for a tomorrow and not procrastinate on today, don't use that not to do what you got to do today, but to know that things can change overnight. You want to be here for that. You want to be here for that. You want to be here because, oh my God, I'm telling you, listen, we were here yesterday. Those of us that are, and those of us that are here now, you know, it's like, you just want to be here to see I want to be here for Juneteenth. I want to be here. I can't, y'all, I am so excited this year because I, 2019, y'all don't understand what 2019, seeing 2019 means because of all that I know about 1819, 1919, 1719, 1619. You know, I've been counting these. Y'all don't understand that I was born and I was born, uh, uh, y'all, I was born a hundred years, a century after enslavement. Notice I don't use the other word. I was born literally a century, a hundred years. And, and I know, I know people love tell us to get over it, y'all, but that ain't but literally like two to three generations, right? So if I go back three generations, I'm back there. That's why sister ain't all that interested in time. They like, you want time travel? No, I ain't trying to be up in that. I don't, I don't need to be up in that. Mm-mm. I ain't going back, and I don't, I don't even want to go forward. I'm okay right here, right now, <laughs> right? Because all I know is right here, right now, I'm in control. I don't know what's going on in the future. I don't want to go back. I don't. I don't care what I, I'm telling you. you can, nah, nah. It's all, I don't need to fix it. Hey, I started today with a blank page. I am good. I am, I am good uh, because things can change overnight. Make sure that you are witnessing something absolutely awesome and amazing because if not you somebody around you their life could change and what you want to say is you were there before during and after you want to say that you want to be able to say that you were there you want to be able to say that you were aware you want to be able to say that you drew the line and made sure that you supported them where others might have even abandoned them or even you yourself, that you drew the line and got away from those that didn't support you and got with those that did support you. You drew the line and made sure that you joined the associations so that you can get the information. You want to be able to say that you were able to act versus having to react, right? And that you didn't jeopardize your freedom. People are out here each and every day jeopardizing their freedom. I don't understand it. Uh, maybe they don't know, maybe they do know, and they just re- believe that, hey, look, this is all that their life can be. But I have a little bit more faith than that. I have a little bit more faith that if I wait one more day, my life could be totally different. I don't know if with the ups and the downs, but with all that I have at this point, all that I have to remember at this point, I'm not, my mother always said, don't, don't ever, don't ever say it could be worse because it could. So I don't even want to say that, but just like right now, uh, I get to go in here. We're going in this kitchen, honey. I made some, uh, what did I cook yesterday, y'all? 
chicken fajitas with the homemade chalupa bread. I'm like, and all I know is to call it chalupa bread. I don't even know what they call it. But I know, and even the bread that I made yesterday, I call it chalupa bread. But I made it, and I'm thinking about how I made it in a way that it was made, like, back in the day. Because, you know, I just... I just love y'all. I'm 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 obsessed with the Depression era and prior, right? And so when I made the bread yesterday, while it is a delicacy today, it was the way in which bread was made uh, by our families, our ancestors, you know, and and so forth, and all throughout this world. And one of the reasons I have in the kitchen with dryer buzz is because it's like. I was trying to blog about bread and I'm like, what is up with this bread? And why is it that everybody has a different way of doing bread? Because everybody had a different means of doing bread and a different reason of doing the bread. And so that's the kind of, that's why I kind of went down that road. And then I'm like, wait a minute, but everybody, the two ingredients, there's bread out of two ingredients, bread out of three ingredients. There's a flour. Let's just start with flour and meal. And it's like, there's something you can have with just two ingredients. There's something you can have with just three ingredients, four ingredients, you know, and based on the way you, your status and your class and economics, you know, you can add more and more ingredients. You know, there are those who just had the flour and the water. There are those who had the flour and the egg, you know, then there are those who had flour, water, and egg. There were those that were able to add a little butter to theirs. There are those, you know, that were able to add uh, a little, um, 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 the baking soda and the baking powder and all this other kind of stuff, you know, and all of that. And today we're not even aware. That's the thing about it is there's so much today that we're not even aware of, even in a time when information is at our fingertips and there's so that we're more unaware today than ever in the history of time. There used to be a time when there was no way to know what was going on a block away. Right. There was there was a point in time when there was no way to know what was happening a state over, let alone a continent. Okay, today we have the opportunity to know what's happening in every sector of the world, even in places there is nothing. We have technologies. I could go on here right now and go thousands of miles around the world. I mean, I have spent the last 17 years interacting with people all over the globe. And I used to get so mad because then I had to go to work. And there was like zero technology at work. And I'm like, do y'all know the world I come out of to interact with people? And people were like, drivers, why don't you do it? Do you know the world that I have had with technology? And then I have to go and deal with people that's just unaware of anything like really you like in this day and age, do you know there is an app on your phone that you could literally right now in real time, see what's happening and experience what's happening all over the globe. There's literally a map. If you want to see in real time, what's happening at any coordinates on this planet and some other others you can did I just make you aware of that please tell me I didn't just and that's my hope in all my blogging days and all that I blog about and all that I talk about and as much as I run my mouth my utter hope is that I'm not your first line of awareness because there's some things that even I'm late to the game because there's some people who try to make us late to the game you know, keep us out of, somebody sent me something yesterday. It was the first, first African-American woman to do this. I don't even believe in that. There's no such thing. There's absolutely no such thing as first. Okay. Tell me who died, who died, who was the person that was blocking it? Who was the person that was discriminating? Who was the person that had the whole Jim Crow thing going on? Why are we talking the first anything in 2019? As long as we've been on this planet, I'm like, come on, y'all. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't celebrate. I celebrate it because of the, t- the tenacity, but I know so many people that have that tenacity and that I had trying to get this thing done. And if we wouldn't have to have so many first, if we had more people that were aware 
of the struggle that people are out here in which they're trying to do something. So when you see a, the next article you see and share and tag me in that says the first this, that, and the other, check how you, what's your, what's your awareness? Why weren't you aware of them trying to do that? Get that thing accomplished. Why aren't you aware? If they were the first, who were the other five? Who were the other six? Who were the other ten? Who's been doing it for the last century trying to get to that point that they just now got into that? Don't let me be your first line of awareness because I'm not even my own. I consume so much stuff around here. It's insane. And that's what I'm getting ready to do because I got to go do that. As we are right at the 50, I'm going to try not to get this thing a whole hour. All right, so. Uh, and how to get out of bed today and make it today makes sense in this daily podcast about daily living supported by natural soap by Zakia, social media for business clinics, AIB nation in the kitchen with dryer buzz. We wrote down the first thing is overnight. I want us to have a real concept of what can happen overnight. When you're thinking about how to get out of bed, like what in your shutdown process. Last night I was like, Lord Jesus, how's it 3 a.m.? Because I didn't get a chance to watch the thing, the uh, op- the um, Exonerated um, 5 uh, episode until about midnight because then I stayed up trying to watch Queen Sugar and I felt, I was like, I can't, I got to catch this later. Um, and that was one. So then I came in. I'm like, okay, I got Scott. I got to post this. I had to do the podcast. I, I was doing a podcast at one o'clock. So I did the podcast. I had to do the podcast that comes after in the kitchen with dryer bus. Did that at one o'clock. Next thing I know, I'm sitting there watching, trying to catch up on something else uh, on another episode. And then I'm like, wait a minute, it's three a.m. I'm like, why is it? How is it three a.m.? And I'm like, oh, you shifted everything down. So then I said, okay, shut it down. Time to shut it down so we can call it a night. So that we can figure out how to get out of bed tomorrow. Overnight. So much, y'all, can happen overnight. And and you can help it. You can help it. Feel empowered enough that you can help somebody's overnight, if not your own, change. By how you witness, what you're aware of, where you draw the line, how you act, what you react to. And um, help somebody in yourself. Help us all. Help us all find freedom and faith. Okay? On that note, I think I'm going to call this done. I think all has been said and done. Let me see, let me see if I can get this going. I'm going to ask you to do me one more favor. Again, go to naturalsoapbyzakia.com. Use the discount code DRYERBUZZ. Go and check out all the authors in the nation of authors, AIB Nation. And definitely please look down your timeline to see if you can find information about social media for business clinics. And then there's always that one last thing you need to do for me. Don't let this die with you. And go now to DRYERBUZZ.com and follow at DRYERBUZZ on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.